Hey, Danny here, and thank you for listening. This episode is about some of the things you should know about when buying a condo, and I'm not just talking about the high HOA fee. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the episode. Perfect. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining me. Uh, this is Danny from California in our weekly session about real estate investing, where I usually do the talking and you usually do the listening, but that's not the purpose. You are most welcome to join by participating on the live, participating on the recording, asking questions, suggesting uh, uh, topics and so on. Um, so I can tell you that, uh, for example, <clears throat> two weeks ago, a week or two ago, one of the participants requested that we talk about um, the you know a type of mortgages for uh, non-U.S. based real estate investors, which I have done a series of three podcasts on the matter, and it's on our podcast channel the Hebrew one. We have two of them, one in English, one in Hebrew. So if you want, uh, I put a link for the both of them and you can join, participate and listen. Obviously, there are more topics on, on all of them, but I just did this week. I think the last podcast is going on, going up today, if it didn't already. And it's a short series of about 15 minutes-ish um, each episode on the challenges non-US based investors, foreigners for that matter, are facing when bu- want to buy in the US with using a mortgage, not cash, mortgage. Okay, so just want to mention that. Um, we do this session on a weekly basis on Friday in order to engage, to communicate, to meet with you guys. So I'm pleasure, you know, it's always a pleasure. So by all means, feel free to ask questions regarding real estate investing that are directly related to the topic or indirectly, you know, related to the topic, but related to real estate investing. So let's keep it in the real estate investing world. If this is something related to other topics, I may just have to excuse myself as I don't, I don't think I would have the expertise. So thank you again for joining. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, I put some links for our website, for our podcast, for different things. So you can know how to, you can have more information available. We put out a lot of content for you to benefit. So with that said, I think I'm done with the promotional part of it. Let's dive into today's topic where we're going to talk about condos, or at least I want you to be aware what are the concerns or the cons of investing in condos. Okay, condos, for those of you who are not sure, uh, are a type of a living unit, which is not a single family home, usually in a community where unlike apartment buildings, typically a condo, each unit is owned by an owner uh, or, or same owner owns maybe multiple units, but it's uh, individually titled. So that's what usually referred to as condos. Now, when it comes to condos, there's everything, there's, there's few things I want you to understand. 
as what I call the disadvantages, okay? I'm not saying no, I just want, to, want you to be aware of the disadvantages because I've been through that and I've seen the dark side of the condo, right? Okay, number one, I think many of you are aware of that, is the homeowner association fee. Homeowner association fee in condo tends to be high because it reflects, you know, you know it collects or, or need to collect funds for uh, maintenance, preventive maintenance, repairs, insurance, um, you know, some overhead, etc. So it tends to be high, which means that when you buy a condo, your HOA or the HOA can easily eat more, uh, a large chunk of the cash flow, okay, or, or the, of the, the proceeds. So the first thing you, you know, a lot of people are aware is condos do tend to carry or generate or have it built in a high HOA. So make sure you know that and you understand that aspect. And that's what a lot of people know. And for that reason, a lot of people don't really like condos or a lot of investors, but that's not the only thing. Let's talk about a secondary thing, which is called financing, okay? So financing on a condo could be more challenging. Why? Because many times the, the, uh, um, the condo, uh, the, the bank wants to qualify the condominium community, especially want to make sure the books are done correctly, okay? And there's enough reserves and so on and so forth. So um, getting an approval on the financing can be a challenge also because the bank many times wants to see the lender that there is there are at least 50% or more homeowners living in the condominium and 50% or less that are rentals. So if you are in a community where there's like 60 or 70% renters and 30% homeowners, you may encounter <clears throat> um, financing challenges. Now, you may say to yourself, ah, I don't really care, I'm buying it for cash, right? So who cares about financing? Well, you should, because if you are an owner who bought it for cash and then you wanna sell it in a few years to someone in the open market, and most likely this buyer would be uh, a homeowner or a condo owner, they will want to buy it with a financing, with a mortgage, right? Guess what? If they're in that position of buying it with a mortgage from you, they may encounter a problem with the mortgage and financing as well. So here we go, and we may meet this challenge or obstacle of financing both when we purchase and or when we sell. So keep that in mind. That could be challenging um, when it comes to the, the selling that. Not you know. So that's the first thing you need to understand, or not. That's another thing you need to understand about the financing aspect. And lenders do look into the the condominium and the, all those details because lenders are always doing a risk analysis uh, or underwriting the risk when they're. Um, underwriting the mortgage on a condo. So be aware of that. Next thing I want to say is this. HOA <clears throat> need to maintain a certain budget, which is allocated to preventive and maintenance and repairs and insurance and so on. Many HOAs are not, not many, but you know, it's not rare that the books are not being properly uh, uh, <clears throat> 
properly handled or properly done. So that means there's going to be some discrepancies. There are going to be some problems. This problem is going to be could hurt you because all of a sudden there is a, a you know like a call for additional funds or it's underfunded or there is a mess with the books that that can happen and can reflect you the uh, the owner so that's something you need to understand that it's very important to make sure who's ever doing the books for the condominium association is doing it properly and there should be some supervision from a board on that matter, right? A board usually in a condominium complex usually means uh, some of the owners <clears throat> or representative of the owners. Hopefully you have that. So it's gotta be a proper audit and supervision on the, uh, whoever manages the association, most times is done by professional companies, but still those things can happen. Now, <clears throat> my apologies, I have a cold. Um, next thing. Condos, rules and regulation can be really nice when they're on our side and super annoying when they're on, uh, not on our side. So that means in situation when there's a condo association and all of a sudden they have some rules and they're bugging us with letters and, you know, and tell the tenant or the owner not to put the dry clothes from the pool on the balcony and stuff like that. You know, on one end, they're right. We want it to be, to look nice. On the other end, it's really annoying, right? And those, uh, rules and regulations many times can interfere depending how strict the association is and how strict the people are with the lifestyle, but also with the tenants who live in our condo. So that can be something that it creates another noise or more annoying altogether, uh, when it comes to, uh, uh, to that uh, uh, to that aspect of it, um, some associations, and this is something should be uh, you know looked into before buying, may have restrictions on renting. So you gotta make sure that doesn't you know reflect because it will be you know you want to know in advance before buying if there are any restrictions. Just because a certain unit is a rental doesn't mean it can stay as a rental. So you gotta look into that before buying. Um, Last thing I want to say that uh, I have seen myself, one of the things, you know, with the economy, hit, you know, with the slow economic period hits, the one of the first places the that will suffer is going to be the payment of the association fee. And even if they have power to do things, it's still going to be one of those places that are going to be first, uh, um, you know, um, not paid. So that means... I have seen a condominium where the during the you know the 2008 recession the um, the uh, um, uh, people stopped paying you know the association fee and all of the all of a sudden or very quickly the association was under budget. Now here is the thing: let's say 70% of the owners of the condominium uh, are paying on time and 30% are not because they got into some financial challenge. You, as one of the good people who pays, still gonna suffer because of 30%, because very quickly, you know, the, the association budget will be under budget and funds will be missed. And all of a sudden there's no money for insurance, there's no money for repairs, and maybe no money for maintenance and landscaping, and that will affect the community and it will decline, okay? So 
even if you are, you know, in, in, you know, a good person, pays on time, it will still may suffer or your unit may suffer because other people are not paying. And obviously, you cannot, you know, it will be hard to carry for even for 80% that are paying, it will be hard to carry the 20% that are not paying over time. There are laws and things that can be done in a situation like this, but it may still affect you because it also varies from one state to another, the laws are. So be aware of that as well. You will be, your as, a, as an owner of a condominium, will suffer or will be affected by other owners and their behavior. So be aware of that. It's very important uh, to keep that in mind. So with all those things said, the HOA fee, the financing challenge, the HOA being under budget, the, um, uh, the rules and restrictions and annoyance that can create in our life, the possible of uh, um, not being able to rent, plus um, a situation where multiple or a large group of owners is not paying the dues can affect you and your unit and the value of that unit. Think about your unit being affected, the value of it or the sellability of it because the community doesn't look well because it's under, you know, under budget, right? So those are the challenges that I am seeing with buying condos, right? And honestly, personally, I'm not a big fan, as you can probably tell, but doesn't, that doesn't mean <clears throat> I wouldn't consider it. For example, I have a, 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 someone that I know who heard me speak about condos and he couldn't pass on a great opportunity during the, you know, the recession to buy uh, multiple condos, multiple units, uh, because they were so dirt cheap at the time. And he's very happy with it. So obviously there's an opportunity there, or there was an opportunity there, and he grabbed it. And that made perfect sense. So keeping everything that I said in mind, if it's a good opportunity, a really good opportunity comes along, by all means, go ahead and do that. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, but wait, even in a single family home community, there is an HOA. And that can, you know, some of the things can be uh, uh, reflected there as well. You're absolutely right. The only or the main difference or differences are usually in the HOA community, the fees are very minimal, 15 bucks, 20 bucks, 30 bucks a month. So it's not that heavy. A community that has more like $75 or $100 uh, uh, a month in fee usually means there's a, quite a few amenities like a pool or more than one pool and, and you know, in a, uh, um, you know, in a um, playground on tennis court. So that means there's a trade-off and it's still not that bad. And in those type of communities, typically, even if nobody pays, right, let's say the entire community is not paying the association, most likely there's not going to be a huge effect on the community. Maybe the landscaping will, will, will suffer from it, right? So this is not, you know, uh, uh, a major catastrophe and the, your house or most of the houses in the community will not be affected as much if a majority or a large portion of the neighbors do not pay the association. It can still carry itself quite well. So there's a big difference here between those two uh, um, categories. I don't, you know, I'll tell you when, when it comes to HOAs, <clears throat> my experience is <clears throat> on one hand, sorry, that I don't really like HOAs. They're very annoying to deal with and, you know, and, uh, and just create more, a lot of noise, but when you have a friendly HOA, uh, uh, you know, company, 
they will actually, you know, the one thing I like about us in a single family owned community is that it's another eye or another supervision on my property. So that means they walk the neighborhood once every one or two, once every two, one or two months. And if they see some problems with the, uh, with my house, they will point it out. And for me, it's another layer of protection, so to speak, uh, on my property, as long as it's not horrific HOA, um, you know, kind of regulations and, and expensive and annoying, right? So when we have to deal with them, I, I hate it. When I don't have to deal with them and they're not difficult and they're just watching over, you know, my house just as, 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 a, as a regular um, uh, course of business, I actually like that quite a lot. They would catch some stuff. Uh, that the property manager wouldn't see because the property managers do not go to our houses on a weekly or monthly basis. They only go there when scheduled or when needed, uh, you know, upon upon a specific situation. So that's everything I wanted to say about condos and the associations and what you need to know about it beyond the fee. If you have any questions regarding the topic, please put them on the in the comments right now. Uh, if you have any questions not related to the topic, you are most welcome to put them as well. And I'm going to use this opportunity uh, to place some additional links uh, related to our services, related to our website, um, related to meeting with us, just so you can benefit Or if you want to take, you know, another step in the, you know, in the, in this direction of investing or investing with us. I am done with the topic. I'm going to wait for a few seconds, a few good seconds. I will say that I put in English. Comment your mind. Uh, you can and, and after